Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of 7 Minutes of Saints, your best daily Saints podcast destination. Andrew, this one's free because our friends at SeatGeek have made it so. The guys, they're awesome. SeatGeek, they have a great app to get you tickets to events, concerts, comedy shows, whatever you need. Their app, it tells you if the deal, if, the, if it's green light, that means the deal's good. If it's yellow light, that means it's so-so. If it's a red light, that means Andrew probably scribbled it on a napkin and wants you to pay cash in the back of a van in a dark alley. But SeatGeek, they're awesome. They tell you if it's a great deal or not. And right now, you use the code ACAA, they give you $20 off your first purchase. That's right, $20. You can get you something at the stadium. You get you maybe half of a T-shirt, two beers, a nacho hat, whatever. SeatGeek, they have everything you need for ticket purchasing. They're the best one out there. Uh, use the code ACAA to get $20 off. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, Andrew. Uh, I want to talk today about the Saints declining Eli Apple's fifth-year option in a sense, not just that, but what it means for the larger picture of the Saints is I think 2019 is the last year we're going to see the Saints as this team, right? They're going to have to yeah. make hard financial decisions, and Eli Apple is the first decision they have to make. His cap hits $13.5 million, uh, and it's just this, the decisions are going to have to come. They're going to have to decide who gets paid and who doesn't. Yeah, well, here's how it works. So the fifth option, it depends on the position you play. And if you're a top 10 pick in the first round, it's actually higher. But if you're slotted 11 through 32, they take whatever position you are, and then you're the average of the third through 25th best play, most highly paid players at your position. So if you look at corner, you know, between the third highest paid corner and the 25th highest, uh, 13 million is how that shakes out. So pretty expensive. You know, it's an interesting conundrum if you're a team because you, know, you think about how the player feels about it. I mean, on some level, I think Eli Apple probably realizes that he's not the third best or 25th best corner in the league, at least not right now. And so $13 million is just a one-year deal, but it's a lot of money for him. So on one level, he's probably a little disappointed. Um, the Saints also decline it, which is a little bit of a slap in the face because it means, hey, we're, we're going to risk losing you because uh, we're, you're not worth that much. So there's a little bit of that. Um, now, it also doesn't slam the door on him coming back by any means because, you know, they could still he could still have a great season. He could still be happy in New Orleans, and the Saints can offer him a fair contract before free agency hits, and he could resign. So, um, and I think in, in general, I think players like to enter the free agency portal because it's guaranteed money, it's a signing bonus, and uh, maybe he can get maybe he can guarantee himself a little bit more than 13 million. Um, by entering free agency. I mean, you've seen some of these contracts for number three corners that, that, you know, guys have been getting. So 
you know, I, it's an interesting thing, but ultimately, yeah, I think you look at Eli Apple and he's their number two corner. He's been up and down. I think he was a nice acquisition, but by no means should he be making one year thirteen million, at least not right now. He, so, well, here's the here's the one risk with the Saints, I think, in that if he goes boom, and I'm talking about if he has a really good year, say he has one of those random years where he picks off five, six, seven balls, and he's he's amazing. Because he's a former first-round pick, his free agency is going to be wild. Because a team will look at him and be like, he's a former first-round pick. He put it together, man. He Somebody picked him in the top ten. He's clearly got talent. He's going to be our number one. Hey, Eli Apple, here's four years, $48 million. And I know people on the podcast are like, Ralph, you lost your fucking mind on that. But I'm telling you, he's got that first-round shine on him. And if he, he has a really good year, He'll price himself out of the Saints uh, market, and you may have you may the Saints may have wished, man, we should have picked up that option. It's not that bad now, but they have a lot of decisions to make, so it becomes. I mean, it just becomes difficult, Andrew. I, I you know I said it before. I think 2019 is the last year we're going to see this group of guys together because Thomas has to get paid, Kamara has to get paid, uh, you know, Sheldon Rankins. He's, the Saints picked up his option for next year, but he's got to get paid. Um, you know, uh, Cam Jordan soon may may start squawking about a contract. I mean, these are difficult, difficult decisions. Yeah, we we don't know with how things play out with Bridgewater and Bree. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, so you may have a case where, you know, you may have a case where the Saints have to make a call on on Bridgewater or Breeze if Breeze wants to come back, but Teddy played a month and he was awesome and Breeze, you know, it, it just gets – I just think the things for the Saints get really, really dicey and interesting and following this year. And, it's you know, for the Saints for the longest time, right, in the Breeze era, it was – all we were saying is just fix the goddamn defense. Just fix it and we can win and it'll be fine. And that's what we went through in, in 15, 16, you know, 15, 16 – and they finally did it, and they fixed the defense. But now they have a whole other set of problems, which are good problems to have. Is how do we pay? Out, how do we pay all these good young players? Which look, there's a lot of crummy teams out there that would love, love to have the Saints' problems. But it's it's dicey. And I just look at a guy like Eli Apple. You know, if the Saints' roster was more devoid of talent and they were not so great, I think they'd probably, you know, and they and, and they had just a ton of cap space and nobody really great to pay. I think they, there's more of a likelihood that they would have just said, ah, pick up the option. You know, he, he's a decent yeah. corner. We need decent players on this roster. We'll pick up the option. That'll give us an extra year of him, and we'll figure it out later. Where now the Saints are looking at, like, we got a lot of dudes to pay. We can't, we can't, we can't be paying you $13.5 million to be the, to be the, the second – a, a decent second corner or a really good third corner, you know? So it's hard. Exactly. It's hard. And, and uh, well, I think when you have a lot of guys to pay and you've got to try to find a way to kind of Tetris it in terms of your salary cap, um, one thing's for sure, you're not going to be able to keep a lot of those guys if you have contracts that are one-year, $13 million deals. So to me, that's a no-brainer. You you decline that option because of how prohibitive it is. If you if they end up wanting to keep Eli Apple, you give them a longer-term deal, that's spread out and is cap friendly in year one where you can try to maybe get similar contracts with the other guys too. And it's just not so, I mean, obviously you're going to have to cut them down the road, the ones that don't perform, but 
Uh, certainly, you know, having a one-year $13 million deal is just a, it's a big cap hit. So um, the Saints don't want to do that. And I think, look, we don't know what's going to happen with P.J. Williams. Ken Crawley's still on the team. We don't know what's going to happen with him. I think I would be surprised to see either of those guys ascend to a level where we would be comfortable going into next year with them as starters. But right now I kind of see all three of those guys as basically they're playing – Maybe not just for the Saints, but they're playing to start somewhere in 2020. And so this is a, they're all on one-year deals, and this is a big season for P.J. Williams, Ken Crawley, and Eli Apple because all three of them are trying to be, solidify themselves as a starter. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. They're in the NFL, and, and regardless of what team they play for. And so they'll enter the free agency market next year. And if they've had a good season, then they'll be in play for that. But I think right now the Saints have a bunch of guys behind Lattimore on one-year deals. And so... They're going to have to figure out this number two corner thing. Um, I mean, they're okay for now, but, you know, obviously I I think this is the right move, but, I mean, you're looking at going to the draft next year and that first-round pick, it may have to be cornerback. Here's a a question for you, right? The Saints in the the summer, right? You know, and and, and they admit it. They like what Eli Apple gave them. And and I think we all have, you know, the Saints. They got him for a fourth-round pick. And, look, he's not – great he's 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 definitely like if the saints he's, had picked him cheap. whatever yeah you know he's if the saints had picked him where the giants picked him we'd be like that's eh, not so great but when yeah. you pick him up for a fourth round pick you're like hey he's decent he's a starting corner if your if your defense is really good around him which the saints defense is he's a really nice player so here's my question if if in july or august eli apple's agent goes to the saints and says hey he loves it here would you do four years 32 million and he wants $15 million guaranteed, which would basically be a little bit more than what he would have got on the one-year option guaranteed if the Saints would have picked it up. If you're the Saints, would you be willing to pay him $8 million a year for a couple of years to be your second or third corner? Well, you know, it's the old time. You can never have too many talented guys at that position. And so I tend to roll the dice and say yes. If I had him on a long-term deal – I think I'd like to believe, and I, I, I don't know. I'm on the fence, to be honest with you. I mean, I feel like I could see one more year of him playing at a high level. And I know the Saints are rolling the dice there because they're basically saying, we want to see you have a good year, and then if you have a good year, you're entering free agency, and everyone wants you. So uh, that's a big risk to take, but I think signing him long-term is a bigger risk. I think he's been spotty in his play. Uh, he, he's got a little bit of a checkered yeah. background in terms of, uh, just how I think that's going to be on straight because you know, he's playing for the richest deal probably of his career coming up here. So 
I think his head's going to be on straight. I think he's going to be focused. I think he's going to play well this year. Um, but then after that, it's kind of the Nick Fairley conundrum, you know, and I think Dave, you know, was so against Nick Fairley because he said, you know, he plays hard and he's a good player when he's on a contract deal, but, you know, if he's fat and happy and gets the big deal, to me, Eli Apple fits the profile of a guy that would drop off a little bit. Now, that's that's purely speculation, and I could be dead wrong about that, but I, I, I would be nervous. Um, and so I think – I personally think maybe – you get through this year, and if he walks, he walks. The thing about corners right now, Ralph, is they are so expensive. They are so expensive. They are. And you're kind of like – Lattimore's your pick, right? He's your guy. Uh, and so I, I tend to lean towards that's the guy you pay. And then you get try to find another one in the draft that's your number two that's a productive player. So if they have to go in the first round to get one, uh, you know, they're hopefully they'll be picking in the 30s, and they can pick a corner there that hopefully can start for them. But – I just lean towards Eli Apple. Can can he sustain this over a long time? I mean, if he plays well this year, he will be very, very expensive to keep. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with, 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 with me if I was the Saints. And, and, you know, look, the hard thing with players is, like, once they get to the final year, they don't want to do a deal because they see free agency right over the rainbow. It's right in front of them. So, you know, if he's playing well, the Saints can't go to him in October and be like, hey – you, you know, hey Eli, you want to do an app? You want to do a deal now for four years, forty million? Because you're being great, and you might be, you might be a Pro Bowl corner. He's going to be like, no, dude, I, I'm, th- I'm hitting free agency in two months. I'm not doing no deal. I'm going to see what's out there, right? You know, that's how yeah. because the players, because a player, we might think, oh my God, you got to take that money. What if you get hurt? What if you have something happens? A player is always like, I'm not getting hurt. I'm, I'm almost a free agency, baby. I'm going to cash in, and I'm going to make $12, $13 million a year, and it's going to be a mega deal because teams are desperate for corner. So it's really hard. And with the Saints having two guys, you know, with, I mean, Patrick Robinson, he's coming off an injury. They could have Marshawn Lattimore nothing. And the thing is, Andrew, I remember the dark days of no corners in 2015, 2016. I wouldn't be opposed to the Saints deciding whoever it is, whether it's if, well, it probably wouldn't be uh, Patrick Robinson because he's older, um, you know. So if they want to pay Eli Apple and, 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 like, get his deal done in the summer and be like, hey, we're going to pay you four years, $32 million, or even 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 a little above eight, maybe $9 million a year, and do it, and it's kind of cap-friendly. The first, I'm not opposed because it just scares the – it would scare the crap out of me. Like, if the Saints – say best-case scenario, Saints win the Super Bowl – but Patrick Robinson and um, Eli Apple and all the corners just rock, and then you've got you've got nothing but you, you you potentially lose two of them, you know, in free agency. So I mean that just scares me to death. So I wouldn't be opposed if the Saints wanted to sign one of them to a long term deal that was close to to their terms, but a really nice contract for one of them. Because man. I don't want to go back to the dark days of no corners, Andrew. It's well. It's first scary. of all, first of all, I would trade a Super Bowl win for one in fifteen in twenty twenty. I'm telling you that right now. So <laughs> we win a Super Bowl and then everyone leaves, and you know we're back to the Stanley Jean Baptiste and Travis Frederick or whatever. I'm, I'm good with that. But yeah. you know, no, I mean I think you've got to look at this as you're going to sink all your corner capital into Latimer coming soon, right? And so I think you live with you're going to pay a guy to be your Daryl Revis, and he's going to cut the field in half when teams drop back yeah. to pass. And then you've got to trust that 
between assets that you sunk into Davenport and Rankins and Cam Jordan, you're going to have a good pass rush, right? So I would much rather a good pass rush and a lockdown corner that you pay on one side of the field because Eli Apple is not that good. I mean, he had a pretty good half season for the Saints, but it's not like he was lighting the world on fire. He was hit or miss, right? And same with P.J. Williams. He was not amazing, yeah. but he had moments. And so I just feel like I don't have to pay $8 million a year to a corner on that side that's going to give me moments, right? You can yeah. hope if you draft well, you can get a guy in the first or second round that you can put over there that can give you moments, and and that will be a low cost guy. So, I, I I mean, look, they got that guy in PJ Williams by spending a third round yeah. pick. So so I just think you and and they got an undrafted guy in Crane Crawley, you know, who who yeah. was that guy for them for half a season. I mean, he was real bad last year, but the year before, I mean, he was. He was kind of their number two guy that was up and down and kind of fit the same profile that they got out of Eli Apple here this year. So I just think you try to go find that guy. You lock down Latimer. You, you get as good of a pass rush as you can, and you just find someone to put over there that's okay. And we've always yeah, talked about that. It's like if, you're, if, you're, if you have one corner that's great, then give me a guy that's just okay on the other side, and I'll be happy. Yeah, you, that's why I'd never be a good GM. I, I GM out of fear. You you are yeah. more patient and and more more thoughtful than me. I'm just like oh I can't go back I can't go back to the Brandon Brown or Terrence Frederick day. I can't I can't go back I can't go back to those days. Yeah. but like, I mean Eli oh. Apple's better than those guys. But he's I yeah. think he's not an eight or million eight or nine million dollar a year corner. Like, that's the market and that's what guys are getting paid. But I just think you can find that in a good draft pick. And, and the Saints have to continue to draft well. That's where the pressure would be. But I think you sink all your money is a lot of more pass rush good and just find somebody that can do a decent job over there. You don't need to pay Eli Apple $9 million to do what he does. Yeah. All right, everybody. This was uh, Saints Happy Hour, seven minutes of Saints on a Wednesday. It was free. Everybody has it. Andrew, I want to remind everybody, we did the promotion where you get over to Patreon by May 1st, you get a koozie, but it was popular. So a lot of people did it. So I'm just going to extend it forever. So if you sign up on Patreon at $3.28 tier or higher, as a thank you, the first month you sign up, you get the beer koozie. The beer koozie is amazing. So do it now uh, and get signed up at Patreon so you can get more of our awesome Saints content. Sign up at the $7 level so you can get a podcast every freaking day. Because, Andrew, baby, it's May now, and you think you're in the doldrums, but we cook every single day. And before you know it, it'll be July, and it'll be hopping, and you'll be fantasy draft prep and all kinds of stuff. And you're going to want your Saints fix every goddamn day. So we're the place to get it. So, everybody, thanks for the patrons who signed up. Thanks to everybody that listened. Uh, and we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>